Pulpery is brought to you by the Goddamn Sauce. Place your orders at thegdsauce.com. Well, it's not it's not like I don't think it would be that difficult to do. I mean, you could literally if you have the right circumstances with fireworks, you could recreate a mushroom cloud. I don't think he had, I mean, I don't think they gave him a nuclear device for it. Like, he didn't get, like, a couple of atoms to put together to blow up some. Or maybe that's how they figured out fusion. Because of Christopher Nolan. <laughs> I'm putting that on the fucking mind. putting that on the internet. <laughs> oh my god, it happened at the same time. They waited for the movie trailer to come out. To announce Fusion. Welcome to Paul Nerdcast, where we run down what we are currently watching, focus on the most interesting stories in TV, movies, and video games, and get mad about the smallest details. If this movie is one tenth as good as that trailer is. Yeah, so... Oh, my God. Knowing... I'm not even going to try to be like, oh, based on the trailer, it's... A, no, because Christopher Nolan, we were talking about it earlier, off off mic, that he can do whatever he wants to. Well, I'm trying to think of a movie of his I didn't care for. Oh, I've, I've watched every single one yeah. multiple times. Even his original one, Follow. Yeah. I mean, I still think like Inception might be one of the greatest movies ever made. Agreed. Gravity was amazing. Was that him? No, it was Interstellar. No. Oh yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, oh no, no, I hated Gravity. That's why. That was the one with Sandra Bullock yeah. by herself and, and George, having like yeah. fever and dreams ghost, about Ghost George Clooney. Thank you. Ghost, Ghost George. Right. Don't open it. Don't open it. Oh, he's dead. He floated away. That's not um, how space works. No. Uh, yeah, Interstellar was amazing. So, Tenet. I mean, yeah. Tenet oh. was the fire. <laughs> yeah, the that, bat, the that was bat. the one where I thought, like, all right, when I heard the premise, it's like, okay, he's gone too far nope, with this one. No. Absolutely. He made not. me like Robert Pattinson. Yes. That's how good of a filmmaker he is. And then. I mean, not that Robert Pattinson is bad. I was just about to say, then Robert Pattinson went, thank you, now watch yeah. this, and played. <laughs> The Batman. Batman. Perfectly. <laughs> Anyways, to get back to Christopher Nolan, his Batman movies were all good. Yeah. Can't complain. If I had to if I had to complain the I can't believe I'm gonna say this. The third Batman with Bane. Yeah. My it, it's bottom of the list of his movies, and it was still good because Tom Hardy was in it. Yeah. Well, and that's one too where it's it's the plague of modern Batman movies. Nobody knows how to use Bane. Pro- I mean, mm-hmm. he did really he did the best job, but nobody know it. Why do you make Bane a second fiddle? Like, I mean, I did like the Talia Al Ghul. So Bane you know, was always a henchman, right? Anyway, like he never was. Well, I'm thinking of like I remember reading Nightfall as a kid. And oh that, yeah, like when when he broke Batman's back. Which is what we saw. Yeah. But before that, we had fucking Green Muscle Head. Which one was he that in? Was that the Catwoman one? Yeah. Or Poison or, Ivy? Yeah, the Poison Ivy one. Okay. Yeah. That was, was, was that Jim Carrey? He, no, that was, uh, that was the Arnold Schwarzenegger one, I think. Okay. All right. All right. Got it. I still see you. Yes. Yeah. That. Okay. But, um... So yeah, you did that, and then even in some of the cartoons, he was just like this masked luchador who was jacked up on drugs. Right, yeah. So this one, they actually gave him a backstory. Yeah, and then... I and actually, be- yeah, I'll we, say... We got and then, off on a bad, bad Well, but, you know, but then people nitpicked the voice. And it's like, well, dude's wearing... And, and he... I guess that would be my nitpick is that he wasn't wearing a luchador mask. It was, you know. Yeah, no, it's just the mask. I was born in it. Yes. Anyway, back to. But it was a wonderful 
it was circular still... ending to exactly. the first one too in that you're back with the league of shadows the al ghouls the, the start and that is comic book central in that yeah, no, that's how tali al ghul and bruce wayne like to bump nasties they did <laughs> just like he just like the batman and catwoman but anyway back to oppenheimer so Oppenheimer. <laughs> what we're saying is if the low bar is Batman Rises. What the fuck was the name of that one? The Dark Knight Rises, yeah. Thank you. Um, if that's the low bar... It's, yeah. He's, he, he's fine. Well, and he... And then he's got Cillian Murphy in it, so who gives a fuck? And I I just remember... I th- I'm trying to remember how long ago. It was like five or six years ago, but I, I read a biography on Oppenheimer. I'm like, how the fuck has nobody made a movie about this guy yet? Like it's always been in the background, um, you know. It, it you know when they do like Manhattan Project movies, but nobody's ever done a movie about him. And then, I mean, what they they announced this like three years ago. He's been working on it forever. Well, so when Tenant came out, like shortly yeah. thereafter, it was like, Have you heard? Christopher Nolan's doing a movie about well, the, Robert J. Oppenheimer. It's funny when whenever he finishes a movie, everybody instantly goes to. Oh, he's making a new uh, memento. Yeah. Don't. He doesn't need to do that. No. Everybody go back and watch it. Just, no, seriously. Why do you need to remake that? You don't. Yeah. At all. And he doesn't do, I mean, other than the Batman movies, he doesn't do sequels. Nope. But that's always the, the rumors. Like, that's what he wants to I do. I forgot about Dunkirk. Oh, good call. Again. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. I know a lot of people don't like that. They're like, I don't understand the timeline of it. It's like, but that's not the point. <laughs> he used the timeline as a storytelling yeah, tool. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, like again, not... Tom Tom Hardy was brilliant in that too. Along and with many other people. And you never saw him ever. <laughs> like Bane. You saw his eyes and like... his voice. You probably saw his gas gauge more than you saw his face. Yeah. Kenneth Branagh was good in that too. Did they all were fucking joker was the kid in that. yeah that's right um i can never remember who he played the eternals i sure or well he played a druid thank you uh yeah but that's selling murphy as the crazy I was i'm say, not going yeah. back the uh yeah there, there's so many of these like new newfound british actors like the dude uh in slow horses he was in dunkirk like a minor part, but like wait, he was the. Uh... You know who I'm talking about, though. Yeah, I can picture his face. Yeah, I'll look. A up. sultry redhead. Yes. Yeah. Yes, but not. Yes, I know what you're talking about. But that, yeah, that's going to be. I forget like other movies like that right now, but like Dunkirk is going to be. It's that movie. It's that like. The, it's the point where everybody met Kevin Bacon, and right. then everybody goes off and does all yep. this other shit. Um, as because there was like eighty a- people in that, including Harry Styles. So, well, I mean, that's like Oppenheimer that we're talking about. Yeah. There's, if you look at the cast, it's like, yeah, sixty three people. Who... All I need to know is got Jack Quaid in it. It's gonna be good. It is, and apparently he's got a big part because he's been he was in several shots. shots yeah, in the trailer. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we, we'll see. Yeah. It's going to be It's going to be fun. Yeah. yeah, it really will. It'll be fun. So, oh, you know what else? Every, speaking of Kevin Bacon, <laughs> the Guardians of the Galaxy had that figured out. I know we talked about it slightly. We touched, <laughs> we touched <laughs> on the Christmas yeah. special. That, that, that will not air, but yeah. Correct. Nobody will ever Actually, get... that was the most cohesive part, but I think it's because we both knew that front front to back but yeah yeah exactly. well uh, but kept so i tell you what you are well and we're gonna bounce around anyway but it would, would have been a perfect lead-in for the james gunn conversation but yes no no, no. we'll go there first even, well no no well no i want to save that for the focus but um okay but even for like a one hour special 40 minutes yeah sorry yeah yeah 40 minutes james gunn nails it Everybody, and also, like, it did not look like anybody in the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special was, like, half-assing it. No. Like, Peter Quill was on point. Yes. But, yeah, we, we, we were saying last week, like, Mantis, 
you finally get to see her whoop ass. And, and not just whoop ass, but like acrobatically ca- carry a scene. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. With when they're like actors are the worst. I hate actors. Her and Drax had some of the best back and forth. What whether it was substantial or not to the story. No, but, but yeah, we were saying last week that's the buddy cop movie we didn't know we that need, we needed. Exactly. So I am very much looking forward to the new Guardians of the Galaxy. One of the New York Knicks just looks like he destroyed his leg. Yeah. So, yes, just to touch on that since we didn't get to before, Al. So, well, we did touch on that. It was coherent. Nobody gets to listen to that. But... But, and, you know, good on Kevin Bacon for... Playing... But, you know, and then taking all the shit that they threw at him yes. for it. And then you, you still get a couple of footloose flashes and, you know. The references alone. He throws his own music in there. So Yes. And it's Kevin Bacon, so we'll just stop at that. He's amazing. I wish I could yeah. do Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon to Mosquito Coast. But, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I could if I could sit down and think about it. Now... Yeah. We have still yet to watch it. I'm, I, I am reminded and caught up of season one. So what I, I will say is in the in the latest episode, and I've watched the extended cut of the what's to it the trailer, yeah, per se for the second season, and so we actually have like uh, I get I. I don't know if it's along the Amazon or whatever, but like deep deep jungle drug cartel stuff is and, and is I, now I believe coming into focus. I don't remember necessarily the uh, the village they end up in. Maybe yeah. I. Oh, well, I wait, think the, I do. Yeah, I I think at this point it's becoming clear that the book is just framework. Yeah. Or, yep. and, and the original movie is just framework, and they are modernizing the story and all that. But, and getting into the, the minutiae right. of the story. Which I will say this is that, um, and I mentioned it last week in our fever dream, but um, that what I was complaining about with the mom. Right. Like So the daughter finds out about it. The son finds out, and he's a he's a little bit of a turd about it. Well, he's kind of always... Yeah, he's meh. Um, but he's actually the one who wants to now stay. But the well, daughter... Well, you always got the sense that the son was just yeah. looking for a spot. The daughter is always the... Uh, has always been the... But what's funny to me about it... angsty. Yeah, one. but she completely... She's almost now, to me, like the voice of the audience. Like, so she finds out what the mother did. Right. And she, she asks what we all want to know. And in the end, she goes, she's, she's talking to the dad, Justin Thoreau, and she's like, I hate both of you all. Yeah, of course. As <laughs> she should. Like, 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 you, like, you allowed her to do that, like, make us blame you, and then so you still you, you drug us ab- on this fucking shit. You enabled all, all of this, this. Yeah. only to find out that... Like, okay, when when I thought it was going to be a weak character, it's now a strong, more modern character of, like... Good. Okay, I totally read this situation, and, like, yeah, fuck this whole thing. I'm surprised the... Well, and again, I haven't watched it, so I don't know the son's... Well, arc. she's not going to want to leave either because she's got a little Latin lover. Well, in the jungle, I saw that so, in yeah. the in the in the previews yeah, too. So. But I, I'm, I guess my biggest hope is that the son comes around and he's not such a, a yes man. Well, he's and that the wife just he's stopped. learning to play soccer. And fucking right, <laughs> fucking better. Um, you know, it, it like at this point, I don't know. I like what what I'm hoping is. They're setting up a storyline that's sort of similar to the first season. Like, there's a problem. Um, I'm trying to remember Thoreau's character's name. Doesn't he um, so like, help that village build something? Or Yeah, yeah, where he created, like, a solar generator. Thank you. Um, okay, which is in the book. Yeah, and so now, but, like, now, now he's getting mixed up with the drug cartel and stuff like yeah, that. Well, that's because um, he always does. Right. He can't and so, help himself. 
And it's this thing, you know, it's that normal thing of like, oh, he's like 10 steps ahead, which but of course really? always ends up, yeah. So it, it always ends up with him stepping on his dick. But that's what I'm hoping is, is that they, they kind of go like, hey, we did that in the first season. Let's see how we can invert Flip, that yeah. Or, yeah, or, you know, do something different. Well, now that everybody knows, audience and kids know that the real story they should flip it, and the mother should be not the damsel in distress. Oh, right. woe is me, which kind of annoyed me, but she was just cute enough for me to go, you know what, it's okay. But see, like, I think that's what pissed me off about the character, not the actress. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I think uh, she does a really good job with what she's given. But they, yeah, they made it where she was supposed to be like sassy and blah, blah, right. blah. And then you're going, and then when they reveal the background, it's like, you got no fucking business being that way. No. But then, but now like, okay, and once everybody's. And then you look back at it going. Yeah. You have no business doing that. And you look like a fucking asshole doing right. it. Right. And so now, now that all the dirty laundry's aired, I'm curious to see because I'm expecting it. I never, or, and we've said this I never read the book. Did you read the book? I did. Yeah. I did. Um, and it's been so long since I've seen the movie. Well, that's why I asked about the, the what solar I recall, thing. Yeah. What I recall from the movie was that they then get on, back on a boat and, and they it, start, it, or a raft, and they just literally just keep floating and living which on Which is raft. what I thought the So what's going to get them was, there? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. So uh, that's why I know enough. Like you said, so we know uh, roughly where it's heading. Framework. Yeah. yeah, I was going to make a Johnny Depp Pirates of the Caribbean, you know, parlay joke just then, but <laughs> you know, they're more guidelines. But yeah. that low hanging fruit. Hey, the code. Ah, Ram. So, <laughs> t- tell me about slow horses while we've got some time here, or do you just want to jump to, you know what, save that? Well, hold on. Where? Well, I will. Just say, and this is what I tried to do in a nutshell that ended up being, a, you know, last week. But like, but, but like, yo, but like, sorry, go ahead. Gary Oldman. Well. It's just, it's, but it's so fun to see Gary Oldman in a comedic role. So is it more he, comedy than drama? Well, it's supposed to be drama, but the way Gary Oldman plays it. And the lines they've written for him. It's, it's not unintentional comedy where it's just like, oh God, that's so bad, I gotta laugh at it. It is Gary Oldman being Gary Oldman. He's just a crotchety old English man. And he fucking killed... I mean, the the whole cast does an amazing job. And Go ahead, um, I'm listening. So far, I, I would say the second season is panning out to be better than the first. Well, I think... Okay, I'm going to go off on... I'm not. But shows like that, or Mosquito Coast, or these things, these shows that want to try to catch on, and then they do, the second season is typically the one that's the best. Because the first one is just trying to get everybody in. They're trying not to do way too much, but... Can we get Gary Oldman to do series television? So and then the second season is like okay we finally got the green light yeah whoever is producing this knows that we're good he and should I, yeah I mean he should hopefully he's up for an Emmy or a Golden Tom Globe Hanks or is doing fucking TV yeah now. yeah yeah I saw Harrison Ford is fucking doing Sylvester a prequel Stallone is doing it I still got to watch Tulsa game but yeah so do I it but looks good I've never watched Yellowstone but now Harrison Ford's in a a series yeah, that is yeah, like one of the prequels. Yeah. The prequel to yeah. that. Yeah. Harrison Ford is doing TV. TV. Yeah. And I know that TV is not the right word for it anymore. It's still TV. The, right. The Nico calls well, it TV shows. I'll get back to it when we talk about James Gunn and Henry Cavill, but yeah. Yeah, no, that, that's upsetting. So. So, wait, wait. The one thing I do want to see is. So we got about 30 seconds. Yeah, it's but, fine. And we, we've already briefly talked about this. Not on the pod, but just in passing. What are your expectations for the new Avatar movie? Now that it's out and people are starting to... And I haven't read anything no, or I'm, heard I'm other than it. like it's... Eh, but I was coming in with low expectations after the first one to begin with. 
The first one, trust me, the first one is not a cinematic masterpiece, but... It looks amazing. Correct. Let's just to say that. Yeah. It, it, so, like, everything outside of the story is perfect. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, no, that's really... So I, think... I wasn't expecting much... It, the whole I think Cameron waited too long. Thank you. The kids and there's trope too many, yeah. is, is and well not even that. He gave people too much time to fan fiction the shit out of I it. I mean there were people thinking they were real avatars. Yeah. Or what do you call them? Uh the Navi. Nabu, yeah. I was gonna say Nabu, but that's no, another no, one. No, that's no. Navi. That's Star Wars, Nabu. So you finished Andor. I did. And when it ended, the wife and I both went, that's the finale? Yeah. And then the post-credits scene went, and it was that was the what, uh, it, what we were all expecting, yeah. right? I don't understand the... I'm just jumping to the end because it's fresh in my mind. I, I don't understand the Skarsgård character. I don't either, but I think... I mean, there, there's another season already planned of, of 13 course. episodes. Which is so. why, like, at the end, Cassian was like, you kill me, or you tell me what the fuck is really going on around here. I think I think the Skarsgård character, he's the ultimate chess master. Because he's playing everybody. Okay. Including, finish. I've got I think, the, yeah, who's going to be, Mon, you know, Mon Matha and all that. Yes. Um, so, yep. I mean, he's playing everybody, but he hasn't revealed any any game plan, let alone any in-game. So, correct. My theory is, is he's testing everyone because what, and we all know because we've all seen Rogue One, what ultimately becomes the ultimate starting point of the rebellion, right? So... Is yeah. he testing everyone, or is he? Because he's just—he's so nonchalant about everything. Like, he—he he has that attitude of almost John Locke. Like, it doesn't matter. Well, I almost if think you're it, supposed to be here, you're supposed to be here, and we're going to move forward. Like, that's it. We need to get from point A to point B. Well, I—I I, I don't know why it popped him. Where I think of my favorite version of it, but it's like. You've seen the Wild Bunch, or Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Mm-hmm. That's that's Rogue One, right? And so now we're getting the exactly. Okay, how, you know like, how did this form? And so we're you just, know the end game, right? No pun intended, <laughs> please. But right, it. Well, works. No, I mean, this would Here have been watch, like watch. if Marvel had started the first Avengers movie was Endgame. And then you worked your way backwards from that. Almost like Christopher Nolan did with Memento. Right, yeah. <laughs> you saw that. That was low-hanging fruit, but I could not wait for him to stop talking so I could say it. Or as if we went through the time door. As oh, God, in Tenet, we were running backwards. And We've we already met Robert Pattinson, but we don't know what his function is. And we ended up at this point, <laughs> yeah. and that's where we're at now. And then you see the thing hanging off his backpack, and it's like, oh! Right. And he's like, we've been friends forever. I love you, but I got to bounce. <laughs> to and, save your life. And scene. scene. So, I, I, I don't know. He seems, because, and, and again, the, the other clues in my thought process are him and Forrest Whitaker, again. Right. Are... They're, they're close, but it's like tit for tat. Like, you help me, I help you. But they both kind of know the what really needs to go on and who gives a shit about whether but I, I like you or not. But I see with that is like, like Skarsgård's the diplomat and Forrest Whitaker is the military. Shave, shave, go, yeah, 
Shea Guevara. Thank you. I almost butchered it again. <laughs> but I pointed at you and I needed help. So, yes. Oh, I, I, I didn't ever, I never thought about that. Yeah, it's the Castro and Guevara. Right. <laughs> hmm. See? There's so much, and There's again, this is so super. Many good layers. This is super fresh in my mind, yeah. and I binged it, so I didn't have to wait. But yes, there's so much going on, and I will agree. Actually, I'll save that. Well, I was gonna say it's like that. That wouldn't surprise me, because or in our fever dream last week, we were talking about like when you go back to the prison episodes, and like. All the visual kind of like 2001 cues yep. that you get from that. Um, and they do it through the whole episode. I'll yeah. get to the squadron colors in a minute. But yeah, it, it they yeah. had different directors. It's a multi-layered ship, man. It's fucking onions. <laughs> onions. Multiple layers. So they had different directors, though, like a lot of the serial shows, right? Yeah, but uh, they but, have. Uh, but Tony Gilroy, who directed and wrote Rogue One, is the ma- is the showrunner. So, like Lost or yeah. any of those Breaking Bad, and I've never watched it. They have a showrunner. Yeah, it's, and, I mean, and they know the story, but then they let these these other these people direct, right? Yeah, and put their own spin on it, but no. Well, that's why that's why like Spielberg always said like the best training is working in television because you have to enact somebody else. Like when he got his start doing Dr. Marcus Welby MD and he's like, you go in and like somebody says like, this is what we want and you have to make that happen. You have to fit within this box right? and make it good and make it work with everything else. Exactly. Before and after it's a, yeah, it's like a litmus test. Yeah. Like they, they do that. Fuck, they do that in elementary school. <laughs> like, seriously. Yeah, like, the, no. this is it. You fill in the blanks, and then we're going to move on. Um, yeah, they, they've they nailed this. I will completely agree that this is the best limited series. I'm not talking about movies, because no one, nothing ever in the history of movies is going to be Empire in the Star Wars universe. It's just not going to happen. But, like... All the other stuff. I'm talking Mandalorian. I think I and, think they're building the, the one of the Fett best series. stories. I mean, Rogue One was already a great story. Correct. And now adding to that, and they could have totally shit the bed on. No, it. they could have fucking painted colors. Yeah. Like A to B. This is how so and so meets. This is wow. Like the you said, but the, drama like drama or hardship they needed to get through to meet B. And then to see, and right. then to, oh, look, we're going to steal the plans. Right. No. But they're not. No. no, no, no. They started with Cassian, and they step, kept it with him, but they've added all of these outside elements, the variables that are pointing him in the right direction, even though he doesn't realize it because he is... Well, and then... He's not hard-headed, but he follows his heart a lot, which is why he fucking shot the guy's episode one like right. he was just like i gotta do this yeah and then he visits the chick and then the chick gives him this shit like i can go on and on yeah which leads to the finale like how right. they draw him back and then he got exactly then, then, you, then he circles back around and he ends up saving her well and like you said is that that could even have been paint by the numbers thank you that's but what they i was trying the, to say but he said it way better they make the like his his romantic interest, she's a multi-layered character. Yeah. And then... And also been tortured. Right. In the worst possible way. Fuck, the Empire is bad. Right. I was going to get to that in a minute, but go ahead. Well, but before we get to that, because, again, it didn't air. But then they present a character... Well, like his whole team that he's in the prison with... Yep. ...is fascinating, but Andy Circus. Fucking kills, kills. So he went as his character. He went from. I'm just trying to get out of prison. No, no. don't fuck with me. He, he, yeah. he was red. He, he was, was red. Okay, thank you, because that's what I was searching for. He went from red to drill sergeant from Full Metal Jacket. 
right? Yeah. To, I don't know the Andy Im- Dufresne. <laughs> oh, you fucking magnificent bastard. To Andy, to a, yeah, that's what it was. And, and we still don't know what happened with him. No. Because he couldn't jump into the water. We had the, like the guy who ends up with him on the cliff. He wasn't featured prior, was he? No, not. I, I didn't or, think so. Yeah. He was just like a red shirt. Kind of, yeah. Okay. Um, that, that it fucked with me and the wife. Like we were like, oh, did we sleep through? What what's going on? But no, he okay. it's it's a, it's just a dude he's got to depend on. That's what I thought to get. It was just through those again, weird speaking a, a aliens. Red, a red shirt to get yeah. up the cliff and all yeah. that other stuff. Those weird speaking aliens were. That was such a side quest <laughs> in a video game. Yeah, no. It's fucking brilliant. I think. The Star Wars universe, because they did it with the Mandalorian searching for, like, armor. Right. I think they're fucking with us gamers. <laughs> I really do. Deep down, they're like, watch this. We're going to send them on a side quest. Fuck you. Well, and that, too, they're probably going like, yeah, we know all y'all paid all that money for Battlefront 1 and 2. Right. This is what it should have been We're at least like. going to show you what a real game. Right, what exactly. A what hopefully the, the Jedi... <laughs> yeah. Uh, Survivor is going to be. Is. But, yeah. I, I Putting all those people together, and then you have, like I said, you have... We haven't even gotten to the, the, the flip side of this coin with the... Uh, Talk about the cousin? With Mamatha? Uh, Kyle McLaughlin. Oh, oh, uh, the... Jace. Uh, yeah. <laughs> with his mommy issues you now you will never be able to unsee that ever again any of you if you know what i'm talking about um i got a whole tangent with that actor but i'm not going to go into it right now oh wait he's but he's in fantastic is he's in other things he was in um i knew him from um Poldark, the pbs no, masterpiece okay. series yep. which he played a uh a, a corn a cornish guy really yeah this is the opposite of it. Like right. about as far as you can get. I on thought the he was British. He's actually American, so I was like blown away by that. I figured he was British, and I've seen him in like however many episodes. No, he's he's from New York. <laughs> of course he is. Yeah, of course he is. But like like Timothy. <laughs> oh, Mister Chalamet. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, and, sorry. We will. That will happen. Yes, Kyle McLaughlin to Jesse that, Wright. That will be next year. So then you've got that whole. In his weird obsession with the blonde imperial but, chick, yeah. But he's got like these insecurities because of his mother. Yeah. And his mother is weird. Just like she is. I no offense to the actor. She's probably killing it, but that character... I, I think that's why she was cast in that. Okay. Yeah. That, that, I mean, that's... To be the over-oppressive mother. But she's so weird. Just, like, everything about her is creepy and skeevy. I think that's the point, yeah. Yes! <laughs> see, you would not see that in any, like, Star Wars growing up. No, you she's would, not. She's definitely not an Aunt Beru. You would... <laughs> right! You would never see this skeevy gross just and i'm not talking again physical but just the she's just so dumb she's like the ant in uh flowers in the attic yeah just gross i was trying to think of another kubrick reference but i mean it's not i don't remember that's where i went creepy old lady like that but you know no not not especially mother figure like parental figure yeah no he, he never really got into that like the 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 kid parent no. dynamic. Mm-mm. Not went, even in The Shining. Nope. But nope. yeah, <laughs> that's full he circle. Put, he put Shelley Duvall through enough on that. He didn't need to. Do <laughs> if you think the horror she went through on film is bad, do some research. Anyway, she was never the same after that, and she did the fucking Godfather and Rocky. No, that's Talia Shire. Oh, you're right. I'm thinking of olive oil Boil, f- yeah. with from Popeyes. What yeah. else did she do? Uh, stop. Yeah, no. Stop. We're going stop. down there. Stop. Stop. Actually, okay. I mean, we do have something bigger to get to. Yes. Yeah. So we'll move on from Star Wars that they are 
climbing the ladder that they are learning yeah in real time what what's going on with how to please an they audience. clearly figured it out for the series Correct. that they didn't figure out for the last three no and the bad news is is they're they're ex- expecting the same people to recreate that yeah but you never know i mean they got taika watiti doing a star wars one but so. they're not gonna let him beat Taika. There's no way they're going to let him do that. No, but... Anyway, you know who can do whatever the fuck he wants to do? James Gunn. You're fucking right he can. So, or... So much so... It's like, and I... Go ahead. I want to do the positive on this. Uh, Before I say he curb stumped Dwayne The Rock Johnson? No, no, like, like, that's fine. Like, but that that goes into the ramp when we talk about the reactions to it. Yep, But so... Like my thing is is where so this is the positive reaction to the negative reactions to him, which is my my mindset with this is is why would you want to come into a toxic situation and then continue it? Like I get it, like right. like that, like the Henry Cavill returning as Superman that was made under the old regime, like Infantino at FIFA. Right. So, like you're you're coming in, you and your partner. I always forget the other guy. Neither do I. And I read it again today. Right. No, I, I told yeah. myself I will remember no, it, yeah. and I didn't, and I apologize because yes. he. The more I read, he He's, is yeah. just as responsible oh, yeah. for everything else. It's if like not fifty more. fifty. Yep. Yeah. Yep, exactly. If that, if not like 60, him, 40, James Gunn. Because exactly. James Gunn's going to still keep doing some Every, Marvel he, stuff. He's like that, the, yeah. I, I don't want to put it like, he's the PR guy, the A&R guy. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> A&R guy, that's Sorry. perfect. No, but it's like that, like, that's my thing is, is like, they're coming in to clean up a horrific mess. And exactly. if that means that. A, a bunch yeah. of, like, not even a cohesive well mess it's, and you're talking it's about yeah fucking shit all over the place and that they they have to figure out how do we fix this without completely rebooting everything you, you <coughs> go ahead and say it i'm not even gonna cut you off not where i mean that that was my point. <coughs> with multiverse which is what marvel's doing right and so without following suit you have your own dc earths You've already established that in several movies. The Flash, you probably need to release because it touches on that and expands on that too, apparently. But that I think that is how you going, retcon. Well, I was going to say, going back to like <laughs> Infantino, is that oh. they like James Gunn and the other guy have to get through Flash and Aquaman. Exactly. And it's like. Okay, we and and kind of wash the stink of Wonder Woman three off. Yeah, because that was the last one, right? Other than his Suicide Squad, right? And so, and or, we're we're not talking. Sorry, TV shows. Wonder Woman two. So they've oh, already. I'm sorry, no. Well, so they've so he's come out with their so they they presented their plan to the Warner Brothers Discovery execs. Okay, and apparently got the thumbs up on it. And so what that doesn't include is a war- is a Wonder Woman 3. Thank it doesn't God. include an Aquaman 3. Thank Christ. Uh, as far as it looks right now, it does not look like a continuation of Ezra Miller's Flash. Oh, perfect. Right. So, and again, it's, it's so, these things of like, look, hey, look, they're not going like, hey, that's fucking trash. But they're going like, look, we have to have... And as with anything like that, I mean, it's like bringing in like a new manager... Right. For a mid-season. A, a football squad or for a, a baseball team. Although it does happen every once in a while because the manager of Argentina was brought sure, in as yeah. a placeholder yeah. and won the World Cup. Go ahead. But it's, I mean, One there, in a million. there's that thing like you, you come in in mid-season, you're not going to rock the boat. Nope. You but, can't you can't adjust your roster. But as you are coming, where like, let's take like Philly's manager. Right, he comes in after Girardi gets cut. <laughs> Perfect example. And it's like, okay, well, we're not going to change the overall theme. Nope. Until the end of the season, which is like, so for Warner Brothers or for the DCEU, that's with Aquaman three. Yep. 
which has already been season. filmed. Right. Correct? That's when that's when the season ends, and then now you're in a new season. So. If you need a change in your condiments, go to thegdsauce.com and change the way you think about how you eat. From their signature goddamn sauce to their ghost pepper sauce, they have everything you need. So stop using the same old boring condiments and boss up. So do I get to I get to go off on review bombing? Yeah. And then we can talk about... Uh, well, actually, well, yeah, this brings us back to the Avatar discussion, too. So... so. Yes, it does. Yeah. And it brings us back to the Black Panther as well. Even though that generally got good reviews, it wasn't widely... Oh, no. Concer- no, no. No, 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 no. I'm I sorry. I didn't write down the time of the last segment. Widely sorry. considered not, not as good as the first one, which was impossible. There's no way you're following up Black Panther 1 with anything. I mean, how the, how the fuck... Your charismatic lead is no longer among the living. I mean, no, and it is it like again, it is well known and universally accepted that Chadwick like, was created for that role. <laughs> well, he was he he was created to play the majority of African-American role. I mean, the dude was Thurgood Marshall, Jackie Robinson, James Brown. You ready? Black Panther. A- after Morgan Freeman. Yeah. It's him. Right? Yeah. Sidney uh, Poitier was, Ooh, was before. Before, like, yeah. He was... Sidney Poitier was OG. <laughs> that motherfucker... Uh, yes, I'm old enough to know who fucking Sidney... What TA is. But she said, just just go watch In the Heat of the Night. That's that movie is just watch the movie. You need no frame you need no frame of reference from the TV. Just go watch the movie. There's a reason he was the first African American to win an Oscar. Man, yeah, male. Who was the female? Uh the where uh, she won for supporting actress, the woman who played the Mammy in Gone with the Wind. Oh God! I didn't realize she. Yeah, she won. Huh, I knew she but, was But nominated. but he was the first lead. Lead. Yeah. Okay. And Denzel. But that was for. No, um, it wasn't for in the heat of the night. It was for uh, no, the uh, uh, to serve with love. I think. No. One of those movies where he was like a teacher. Exactly. In like a boarding school. And like, Morgan yeah. Freeman tried. Did recreate yeah. that with Lean on Me. Yeah. Oh man, that and Michelle good. Pfeiffer tried to because you know <laughs> it's a gangsta, no, but yeah. it's a gangster's paradise. <laughs> yeah. No, it's where it's like I just we no it's yeah fine. without We're yeah good. without good. getting off on it but yeah no 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 I remember watching Lean on Me as a kid and being like man that's crazy and right. then when I started teaching Thank going you? like. Oh, oh, I understand. That That's just fucking real. Yeah, it, it completely <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. And if I was teaching where she was, perfect sense. Just like Morgan Freeman, right? right? Well, no, I, I, yeah, I was talking about Lean on Me. Now, I, I, like, it's Dangerous the, Minds are... It's uh, the same thing. What's the... I called it a, gang, a gangster trip. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, you had it right. But no, uh, um, not, I... I Luckily, I haven't been in schools that bad, but there—I mean, there, there have been times where people are like, "I've gone to should schools we, that bad." Should we chain the doors like Morgan Freeman did? Like, nah. <laughs> Actually, I haven't been to a school that bad. No, but um, all of those movies, none of them, none of them got shit like movies these days. No, and we touched on it last week, the Fever Dream, and no one will ever hear that. Yeah, you're for welcome for that. Our ears only, but they, it's been happening for a while now. But it it has caught steam in the past year and a half, two years, right? Well, I was like gonna it say it was a thing before, but now it is actively like a fucking flash mob. Somebody puts it out there, <laughs> that's and they're a, like, yeah, "That's a good one." Oh, we need to. Well, so, they start. They start reviewing when they hear the cast. 
So it might be yeah. like, oh, why did they cast this person? That's not right. So they start negatively reviewing. And look, I get it. Like that's what Twitter's for. And then like, it snowballs into. But you don't go on. I r- told you the cast was shit. Well, and the and the problem in my mind is we've now crowdsourced movie reviews by using Rotten Tomatoes. Exactly. And then rotten, and then it feeds into Metacritic, and people yeah. realize that. And we're that still of spam, a generation where, if you weren't, you know, so uh, hung over from the day before yeah. to catch Siskel and Ebert on syndication, right? And not not that they were right on every movie. And actually, no, no, no. I was, I was, and I've gone back. I was watching uh, uh, the documentary on Amazon about Kids in the Hall, and Roger Ebert destroyed Brain yes. Candy. I think that movie is hysterical. I think it's They wonderful. destroyed the Weird Al movie. Yeah. They destroyed... God, what was the movie? Oh, you mean UHF? Yeah. Yeah. They destroyed... No, that, that movie's fantastic. It's a well, it's a masterpiece front air, to back. Airheads they destroyed. <laughs> but I can get into yeah. serious movies that they destroyed, but... Yes, you listen to them, and then you looked in a physical paper newspaper, right. always for the L.A. Times Review, the Chicago Times Review, or Chicago Tribune. And the Chicago Sun. Thank you. That's what Siskel and Ebert were. Uh, and then the New York... Times. Was it the Times? That yeah. Had... So those are the ones you look for. Like, I am of the age or, of... You know. Or you'd catch it on NPR, too. And then the older we got, you'd catch it on, like... Uh, or actually, where it's, like, the best talk, ones... Talk Soup. Yeah, or uh, Village Voice. Oh, that was another when the good internet, one. Yeah, yep. when the internet got big, First you could get the Village yep. Voice yep. online. you check out the Village Voice. Because they always had the... Because New York and L.A. always get the early... It was the... Well, exactly. Like, you, you get your big, yeah. big three cities. There's not one in the South per se but it's and east some, west and i would say like sometimes crowdsourcing is good because you you eliminate the know-it-alls right from it but uh, there, there sideways are, with paul giamani was yeah. like that like people were like what is this movie about but then you had the it was right at the beginning of the internet and you had people saying sure. before it became a quote unquote cult classic you were able to do that in live time. I think, but I still too, I think this goes back to a conversation we had several weeks ago where you're, uh, the problem with the movie industry right now is that everything is all, it's completely controlled or by the big um, entertainment companies. So I'm not going to say, you know, movie companies because they're Unless all owned. Christopher Nolan. Well, no, but I'm just saying, well, yeah, I mean, like, you got to have <laughs> a know, yeah. huge cachet to be able to do whatever you want. But, like, you know, where Even you got to be Even like, Marvel has to... Uh, has to answer to Disney. Thank you. Like, exactly. if you are... Um, and there's no mirror match If you're Spiel, Spielberg, you work with Universal, you got to answer to Comcast. Right. And so... You know, the one that doesn't is that A42? Yeah. I was gonna say where it's like it's mainly horror movie. Like we're exactly. back in the late seventies, early eighties. We're 80s back again. in the the uh, the hereditary. Exactly the late seventies yeah. with your hereditary and the witch and the lighthouse. Like these cachet movies that right, are yeah. fucking tremendous, but that lie outside of the umbrella of what and you were thing just talking is, about. Is that. I think that's what we all hoped with the streaming services was that they would become the new art house because now art houses have ceased to exist because essentially independent film is gone. Uh, distribution is gone. Correct. Like you have to count true independent have to hope to get to one of the music festivals and then pray that one of the big companies picks, right, yeah. picks them up. Harvey Weinstein kind of fucked that up because his Miramax was one that would pick up a lot of those. Right, but then when they sold out to Disney, this Correct. was before. Well, this was as the you know. It, it was all a perfect storm. Imagine that. Yep, yep. We're happening, so, but like, yeah. And, but there's no company that's willing to say 
big company because there's what a half a dozen maybe yeah but it's like i still uh where it's not like um i still go back to when when i was in college and the early like right after the turn of the millennium yep and you know i'm in new york and there was this i mean there were multiplexes all over the city but there was this like amc 24 and the top floor was always independent and foreign movies. Yes. And the thing is, is that... They have one here. Yeah, but you don't get, like... You don't get a place where you go, like, in one day... I'm not going to... I'm not going to explain because I still might get arrested for it. <laughs> but, like, like in one day, like, I could go see, like, a brilliant independent movie, like, You Can Count On Me. I don't, Yeah, like, if you've ever had a sibling, you got to watch that movie. And then I could go just across the hall and see Amelie. Oh, and it was another, like, yeah. And the thing is, like, at the time, I just thought of everything. And then, you know, you go down to the next floor and you could watch Finding Nemo. Uh, but you're going like, I just thought it would continue forever. True. No. But we were like that time, like mid 90s to like 2004 or six was a new golden age of movie. And that was back because it was driven by. You still had like every even like whether it was Miramax, but you always had like Warner Brothers Independent, right, exactly. yep. Fox Searchlight. I, I say Miramax because Lionsgate it was, it was, was still going. Oh, good call. Miramax was always the one at the forefront of my yeah. my brain. Who well, because were the like, ones willing to step out and sponsor well, they pay put, for. They put train spotting into American well, theaters. Well, they're, they're the ones who put Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, who put Tarantino on the fucking exactly. Hat. Yeah, so. Yeah, I remember being. But you don't have that anymore. Eight, nine, so, maybe. Yeah. And there was a theater that had, and it blew me away as a kid. Uh, what a, what amounts to high tables like you would at a oh, bar. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And you would walk in, and it would be like stadium seating for a dozen sixteen rows, and then high bars. Right. And they high, serve you drinks. Yes. And, yeah. And yeah, first I, one I went kid, to was in Charleston, South Carolina. As I a was kid, like, I went, oh my God, this is the greatest thing ever. And then, you know, I didn't see it. I grew up or whatever. And Canal Place had it. Yeah. Then they stopped. And now you have AMC doing the food at your table. I was going to say. At uh, your chair or the McGuffins. I'd have to double check, but um, St. Louis has a great one. It's called the Moolah. It's an old... Um, uh, not Shriners, uh, Masonic, Masonic Temples. Yep. But it's couches. Seriously? And it's just independent films? Yeah, and, and there's table service. See, <laughs> we, we would make a shit ton of money if we came up with, I'm not, not beanbag, but. Yeah. Well. Couches and And that's recliners, what I'm saying is, is that. But. It, well, and that's what like, pr like. They don't do the seating that way, but that's what like Britannia Theater does. They mix it exactly. between new stuff, yep. Yep. but then they'll still do Rocky Horror. Yes, and I, you know, and and particularly, I mean, this this got way off track, but yeah. no, it didn't. But like post COVID, I would, I would think we should be doing that instead of thinking of a bar. We should be doing like a single screen movie house, one screen. And we do like you know, like you do old movies, but even too like now you got like a plethora of cult films. I could do Ice Pirates on a Tuesday and make. Oh man, we could do UHF on Thursdays, and it's you, like you know how you start audience that? participation. You, you start that with a BYOB. Yeah, exactly. And just and you have a popcorn machine. Hell, you don't even need seats anymore. Be like, hey, bring your lawn chair. Like, you just had the sloping grade of the you, theater. You buy it. Yeah, ex exactly. All right, there if we go. If any of you motherfuckers steal that idea, <laughs> we're going to have issues. All right. We're old rights. Real, real quick with five minutes because we have to well, yeah, talk so about Dwayne Johnson. Real quick, and I won't go more no, than no, no. 20 seconds. We'll start Ready? with that one. That's a good one to start with. <clears throat> December 30th, uh, Peacemaker makes his return to the wrestling industry. He has wrestled in one match every single year for 22 years. He was about to miss this year, so they worked it into his story. And he's going to wrestle on December 30th on SmackDown. Tag team against 
Roman Reigns. So, him and Kevin Owens against Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn for fucking free. Yes. Ooh. In his his promo to Is there a belt involved in it? It doesn't fucking matter. It's just his, a grudge match. His promo for the whole thing, like he was reading a text message from Kevin Owens, and it was like, hey, Peacemaker, oh, look, it's a peach emoji and an eggplant emoji. And what? It, it was fucking <laughs> fabulous. Go watch it. I'll send it to you. Okay, that's it. DC, um, is the rock salty and just trying to save face? Or, well, so the question is, what is The Rock salty about? Is he salty that he didn't get to control the DCU? Yes. Or is he salty that, you know, okay, I set this thing up and you all are going, going with it? Uh, that's one and the same, though, right? Kind of, yeah. Um, yeah, those things aren't mutually exclusive. It's it's like... The, I think it's both. The Rock spent... 10, 12, 15 years trying to get Black Adam made. Right. Okay. And he but did. But that should tell you how messed up Warner Brothers was. Well, and then That you he... couldn't get a rock vehicle off the ground. No. I mean, he was, they got the tooth fairy done in like six months. Maybe shorter than yeah. that. I mean, but maybe then, a week. So or I, I think he, I, I think the line in the sand was the rock did all that, spent all that time was able to convince Cavill to right. come back and play Superman. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, fuck you. Um, yeah, it's too late. It's on HBO now. Um, so. Play Spider-Man at the end credits, thinking like... Spider-Man, Superman. <laughs> fuck you. That would be amazing, though. God, could you imagine, Tom? <laughs> I'm not going there. Um, right, thinking that The Rock was thinking, okay, I... I have DC by the balls. I've made money and I've set up the Hell, future. He got, he got Henry Cavill to go on Instagram and be like, I'm returning. As, and everybody exactly. was like, oh, the, what's the new movie going to be about? Right. And they were like, oh my God. They Everybody started weeks like later, fantasy booking yeah. movies and shit. And then two weeks later, James Gunn comes in and the, the world went, thank fucking Christ, especially DC fanboys. Yeah. I'm one because Batman is sure. my fucking one true love. But but then apparently But then immediately yeah. after that Well, you 86 your fucking Superman. Again, I get that though. So, okay, 86 is the wrong word. We don't know if it was mutual, if it was DC slash James Gunn slash we can't think of the third party's name. Well, no, we're, we're like let's just be like let's just be frank. Like that was something made under the, that was a decision made under the old regime to bring Henry Cavill back, right? And um, like and whether or not that led to him moving away from The Witcher. Mm-hmm. That has nothing to do do with James Gunn and his. It uh, had everything to do with it. Co-partner. But well, no. But I'm saying like James Gunn was not part of that decision. No, but that's and what so I'm, yeah. they bring them in to go. Hey, we need you to fix this fucking mess that we have. Now again, that might again that's not on James Gunn. That but Warner Brothers didn't have the forethought to go. Thank you. Maybe we should fucking listen to The Rock, who's yep. a nope. mega 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 or, star. Or why don't we put James Gunn and The Rock, Dwayne, in the same room and then go from there. So, now it seems like there's a power struggle, which is my biggest complaint, which is more of a shit show for DC. God well, so, damn it, I want you to be so good. I think part of the... I don't know, I'm not going to say it's the, it's one of the reasons they brought him in, but it's just a caveat to it. James Gunn knows how to work social media. So when this shit yeah. comes out, like... Um, you, you the guy that. who played Cyborg, uh, was it Ray? I want to say I Ray Price. I don't remember his name. But he was something. He, you know, he's putting something like, "Well, it's convenient." James Gunn deleted the tweets about me once he becomes the head of DC. No, you, of, and, no and, offense, but and, you were kind of trash. Today's pod was sponsored by The Goddamn Sauce. Place your orders at thegdsauce.com.
Pulpery is a privately produced podcast by Brock Ryder and Ben Grimion. Web design and photography by Beck Ryder. Original music by the Heisenberg Compensators. <laughs>